It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. The Cyclone Fanatic Podcast is fueled by Cody Road. And recorded in the Wild Rose Casino and Hotel Studio. Hello, welcome to Post Game. Uh, we are presented... As always, by our friends at Carl Auto Group, we are hammering out a wild one, another one of those games where Iowa State gets a big lead. The other team comes storming back on the road. I understand it's frustrating, but I guess I would rather be in the, well, I'm glad they had a big lead category. Wow. Um, Crazy crazy game for Iowa State um, I'm getting a lot of <laughs> a lot of shots at Tyrese Hunter right now who is 0 of 8 tonight against his former team uh, the Cyclones got out to a 36-19 lead at halftime and Texas came storming back I don't think Iowa State played that poorly in the second half you knew that that there was going to be some you know returning to the mean at least a little bit in that second half. That's exactly what we saw. Let's break it all down. That was a wild, uh, crazy, tame and lipsy half. I thought, uh, what, what a what a game for Iowa State's point guard in the second half. I want to give you Taman's stat line in the second half. He was four of seven, led the Cyclones with ten points, three rebounds two assists in 17 minutes there in the second half. He was fantastic. Uh, it was the freshman Milan Mancilovic that led the Cyclones tonight in scoring 13 points and five rebounds. But really, a uh, you know any any road win in this conference is is huge. This one, you know, you felt like. You know, it was a weird feeling going into this game because, man, that that game on Saturday was just so bizarre. How's the team going to respond? I think it was really smart by Micah Byers and TJ Otzelberger, the way that they scheduled this thing for Iowa State to stay on the road in Texas. Really one of those team-building type things. I'm I'm refreshing the metrics here, and and nothing is updated yet on Iowa State. We're we're supposed to get – Rob Gray, can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. I don't have video from you. 
That's odd. <laughs> you don't you don't want to see me anyway, though. I'm okay. just well. We, we can just have a conversation then, um, because the podcast audience will be able to listen to you. Yeah, it. it, it your your camera is not working, but that's okay. This was a this was a huge win tonight with this team. Really, like if you want to compete for a conference championship, you know you're going to have to get a couple of these road wins at the very least. Iowa State did that tonight, and right now they're they're dead even with Houston. Houston's technically a half game up because they haven't had the bye week or whatever you want to call it. But Iowa State yeah. is right stinking there to win this conference championship here in the back half of this of this season and tonight i thought really you know the tcu game it was kind of it, it felt a little bit fluky not that iowa state wasn't good enough to win that game it just there wasn't any lipsy tcu felt really flat it was like okay guys go out and do it. and then this one you come into this red hot arena these two teams don't like each other uh i, I really impressed tonight with iowa state i couldn't be more impressed with this team yeah, and full disclosure, um, very early on, I was finishing up the tail end of my son's uh, ninth grade A, uh, my freshman A basketball game on the way back. Um, but to hear the score, you know, up 9-2 early, you know, Milan hit a bunch of big shots in that stretch. And to lead by double digits for, gosh, it had to be 25-plus minutes of that game, 30 maybe, is is huge i mean they came out and they told texas we're stronger than you we're we're better than you and texas said okay maybe you are i mean texas hit three three pointers tonight and they were all by DeSue. Mm-hmm. everyone else is oh for 11. i mean the 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 job lipsy did on ab, ab, absence and it's not the only guy of course but payments night tonight is, incre- is especially impressive even though it's, you know, Milan led with 13 points, but uh, Taman 12 points, seven rebounds. He kept so many balls alive. Oh, uh, Taman's game, he had a great box score, but I, I think I, I tweeted at one point, Rob, that he may be the – I don't know if I've ever seen a guy make more hustle plays in an Iowa State uniform in a short amount of time. I, somebody threw out a Stevie Johnson. That's a good one. There's certainly guys who have been that type of player – but to be perhaps your best player and be the guy making those plays is really something. I mean, you expect it from Robert Jones. That's his role on the team. But, man, Lipsy, like, it, you're more of a hockey guy than me. Like, Connor Ferguson, the double assist in hockey. Like, I wish they kept that stat in basketball because he'd have a hell of a lot of those to go with the yeah, assist that he does get. Yeah, and to go and, – and a double rebound assist, too. I mean, yeah. he got he got a lot – and double steal assists. I mean, he, he credited with four, but he probably affected seven or eight. And I mean, to come out of the gate like that, I mean, that's just a credit to what TJ and his staff has instilled in this team. I mean, the Baylor game is, it, it was kind of humorous to, to watch your uh, post game reaction after that. And <laughs> not to have been a part of it, but um, to watch it. The, uh, I mean, this, this was the opposite of that coming out of the gate and then obviously got a little bit toward that uh, at the end, but that's because of this is how good as he was. I mean, entire, uh, like he's, uh, Iowa state completely dominated this basketball game, even though Texas cut it the three uh, on a couple of occasions. I mean, this is, 
A very impressive win. I don't know why Texas can't win at home. I think they have one home win and three road wins. But um, we'll take it. 10 of 13 from the line, too, even, even with Taman's missed front end of one and one I mean, this is a, a very impressive win for the Cyclones against Texas team that was riding high after their last win. For as many hustle plays as Lipsy's made in his career, he's equally missed the front end of one and one. Yeah, I mean Taman. <laughs> I mean we've got to we we've got to talk a little bit about Taman's free throw shooting because yeah, man, he is he is in the lowest. I mean he is fantastic in every other area. He had a couple of big threes, two of three from the three point line this game. I don't know if all all the attempts from the second half, but <clears throat> big shot after big shot, but. You can't have your guy who is as good at getting to the rim as he is shooting whatever it is now. Sixty, I'm guessing it's around 61, 62% from the free throw line. I mean, you got to be on the plus end of 70 for sure. But, um, you know, nitpicking on a net like this because, um, boy, there's a lot of, like you said, people looking at Tyrese Hunter's um, – stat line i mean he did have seven assists but i mean i was thinking about this and i'm not trying to take shots at tyrese i, I i'm really not I, I texted a friend of mine who who i know watches these games as closely as we do rob and he's a really smart basketball guy and i i, I asked him i i don't think they've developed him very well i i actually think tyrese would be smart to transfer for his senior season. I, I really, I, and I'm not, I, again, I'm not trying to take shots at him. We all know about his background, but he, he really hasn't added much at all to his game. Would you agree? No, I agree. I, I think at times he's had some really big shots and big moments and big plays and big moments at Texas, but it's, um, it didn't turn out to be, you know, on the court it didn't turn out to be, it seems like an ideal situation for him. And I, and I don't want, I don't want Cyclone fans to feel like a, I'm going to try to pronounce it correctly. Schadenfreude, you know, which is taking joy in the, in the, in the displeasure of others or the, or the influence sports from others. Cause Tyrese Hunter was all in when he was the Cyclone. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. he did everything he possibly could got you to a sweet 16. Yep. He is the reason they got to a sweet 16 and he cared. And his family situation, my gosh, with what Texas can offer in the very early era of NIL, I mean, you know, it's just unfortunate game to, you know, chirping on social media and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I just – and I, I do feel for him too. He goes to play for Chris Beard and then that whole yeah. situation happens. And now I, – I mean, Rodney Terry, like it – he backed into the job, right? Like, I, I don't. Well, well, let's we'll react to the Cyclones, but I, I think that's an like that's a storyline here because it it just he's not bad. He's a good player. He's probably like a I don't know like third team honorable mention Big Twelve guy in the best conference in in, yeah. in basketball. But like he just hasn't taken much of a step. Um, let's. I'm working on my volume here, guys. I apologize. We don't have a producer this late at night. Um, Hopefully that's a little bit better. I tried turning it up for you. The the one guy I wanted to point out tonight, Rob, is Pavletsky. Plays nine minutes. He hit four fouls in nine minutes, but in those nine minutes, six points, 
three rebounds, and I would add uh, six really convincing points. These weren't bunnies. Like, these were a guy coming off the bench cold, making plays for his team on the road. You win a game by five, you can safely say you don't. You probably don't win that game tonight without those minutes from Pavletsky. I thought he was fantastic. Yeah, he was. I mean, not many minutes, like he said, but three of four from the field and big ones. De- three rebounds on the defensive end where Texas is trying to kill you on the offensive boards. I mean, Desu was on a mission this game, and especially in the second half. And and uh, the Cyclones did enough. I mean, Trey King misses the layup, comes back and makes the next shot. I mean, those are the types of plays you make to to to, to again, like you said, maintain your position in the conversation of the uh of the, the race for the regular season title where the cyclones haven't been for a long long time and i think they're there i think that this game um proved that they are going to be there um we'll see what happens obviously tcu coming into ames after what we we did to, uh, after what I, we i would say did to the horn frogs <laughs> you're fine it's like one fanatic <laughs> yeah, that's true it's not going anywhere else but uh, that's going to be a tough tough road but um these guys seem to be up to it and they proved it from the tip tonight and um i i think i think they're going to be in it down the stretch all the way uh i do Kansas too State. i just love how deep the team is it you know, the one thing that, that I would point out, I, I, I'll i go to my grave that the best thing that happened to this basketball team, this particular team, was Lipsy sitting out that TCU game. And the reason being is what it did for the confidence of Keyshawn Gilbert and Curtis Jones. Those guys are playing more assertive. Uh, it just... I think that it's it's supernatural, Rob, when, when one, if you haven't played at this level, right? So the Big Twelve's a different animal when you go into these different arenas. Like they've played they've played good basketball before, but not not at this level. But I also think it's it's natural as like a human to be like, Oh, this is Taman's team. We are going to be assertive to him. Well, when he steps out, they were all of a sudden playing for him. And, and with that, those two guys won that game for you, right? And I think that they've just been more assertive and more confident ever ever since that moment. I'd love to see what Otzelberger thinks about that. I'd love to ask him about it. Maybe we should. But even tonight, you know, like jo- like Jones with, at the free throw line, is there anybody you want at the free throw line more than him at the end? Of, probably not me. Like, right. No. He would be the guy. I, I know other guys have better percentages, but that's the guy I would pick if I could pick anyone to go to the free throw line for Iowa State. And then Gilbert now, like, is even tonight, he's two for eight, but he has seven rebounds, right? Like, yep. he's. Yeah. I, I think that TCU game, like, when we are writing about this team and getting ready to go into March Madness, we can look back at that game and think it was a really big deal. No, absolutely. I mean, Keyshawn. Did not shoot it, obviously, anywhere near like he shot it at Baylor. But, yeah, like you said, the seven rebounds, two assists. Those assists came in critical moments, too, when they were trading baskets. Um, There was a long stretch where they were trading baskets. It was a really weird game in the second half because 
the Cyclones really shut down Texas completely in the first half. And yet every time the Cyclones scored, there was an answer, you know, and it, it, you know, it goes with everything. I mean, it, it's, this is a team that clearly, I mean, I want to, I'm going to bring up to Marion Watson, frankly. Yeah. Great point. Because his block shot of an absence three, um, his stat line, nothing, two points. <laughs> but one rebound, couple fouls, and the block. But that was a huge block. I mean, the the job they did on the that, a guy who could score. I mean, I don't have the Longhorn Network, so I was listening to it walking around the neighborhood, and um, uh, Eric and John said, you know, Eric in particular said that 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 absence could could, could put up twenty five and a half, and and he you know he didn't come close to that, but he could he could do that, and he, he put up quite a few in the second half after the Cyclones shut him down in the first half. So, just a great all around team effort on the defensive end got Texas out of sorts. Texas found itself, found some grit, but it didn't matter in the end because the Cyclones were able to make enough. So, I mean, that's a huge road win. And, you know, these are contenders. The Cyclones are contenders at this point. Rob, thanks for your time. I know you're going to go and get something up on this story. I'll, I'll wrap up the post game without you. Thank you so much, man. It's always better when we, when we have your insight. So thank you. Yep. Thanks, bud. Take care. All right, pal. Rob Bray uh, joining me there via audio. Uh, a couple, oh, a couple other things. Uh, first of all, Bloom and I will have live. We'll have a live show tomorrow. One thirty is the plan. To for all of you about the second half collapse or whatever we're going to call it. I just don't see it that way. Um, a couple things. One. These games are officiated so differently from half to half. And I'm not even saying the officials are bad. I'm not complaining about the officiating. But what I'm saying is, how many times do we watch these Big 12 games where they just are a bloodbath in the first half? We see it all the time. Every game. And then in the second half, it's like the officials go into you know, the locker room and they're like, okay, let's everybody tighten this thing up. And then it becomes like super whistle happy. So that's a thing. But two, like, here, here's the deal. Iowa State was up 17 on Texas in the first half. They're not 17 points better than Texas. Like, that's a one out of every 20 performance that Iowa State would beat Texas by 17 points. It's just true. Like, if you looked at Texas, they were like 0 of 11 from 3 or whatever it was in the first half. They were going to return to the meet. I'll tell you guys how to make money. That's a way to do it in the Big 12. If a team has a 17-point lead, take the other team in the second half. <laughs> Blindly, you can do it because these teams are so close to one another. I think Iowa State's got a better roster than Texas. If Iowa State's roster is an 8, though, Texas is a 6 or a 7. Like, it's not that big of a difference. And you got the home court thing. So, I didn't view that, you know... Like this team, we can be critical of free throw shooting. Tonight they were ten of thirteen. I'm, you know, that's seventy-seven percent. That's pretty good. Iowa State only turned the ball over eight times. How many of those were in the second half? Let's see, one. Iowa State had one turnover in the second half. Again, this was not some meltdown. This was a Texas team that shot fifty-two percent from the field in the second half and forty-three percent from three. 
and went 15 of 16 from the free throw line in the second half. Again, that backs my point, and I hadn't even looked at that. These games are called differently in the second half. You put them at the free throw line 16 times, they made 15 of them. That's a big part of that comeback. Iowa State played fine. I haven't clearly talked to Otts. I haven't heard anything. I don't think Iowa State played poorly in the second half at all. Yeah, they have one guy who just went crazy. Uh, Disu went 7 of 11, 3 of 4, 5 of 5, 6 rebounds and 22 points in the second half alone. That's the, that's it, you know? And you take your hat off to him. Maybe your defense wasn't great. I don't know. Uh, you'd have to go back and watch that again. I... I don't think it was a, I don't think it was a meltdown at all. That was a great win, really, really great win. All right, um, I'm gonna get this thing posted for our podcast audience. Really appreciate all of you watching and listening. As always, you guys are the best. Appreciate Carl Auto Group as always for, excuse me, sponsoring our post game show. These things are continuing to grow in popularity. We have thousands of you that tune in live now and, you know, way more who listen via the podcast. And I'm really hoping in the next phase of Cyclone Fanatic, this is where we can really grow and uh, become a big deal for all of you. So thank you so much. Appreciate you. Iowa State wins it tonight. Another dramatic win for Iowa State. It was 70 to 65 in Austin. Appreciate you all. You guys the best. Have a great night.